To everything there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven. Join me as we dive into the history behind some of the most beloved songs for every season. Seasons of celebration, seasons of gratitude, and seasons of anticipation and more. In each episode, I'll explain the history of a well-known song, and then perform some of it for you. My name is Michael DeYoung, and today I'm going to talk about America the Beautiful. It's not easy being a runner-up. The one in first place usually gets most of the spotlight. But in the case of America the Beautiful, this runner-up is doing just fine. It may not be sung before every sporting event, but it is hardly faded into obscurity. You can hardly go to a patriotic concert without hearing this lovely patriotic tribute. When the United States was trying to come up with an official national anthem, America the Beautiful was one of the serious contenders. And it's easy to see why. This song has it all. It talks about the physical beauty of the land, but also of the beauty of the people and the patriots who gave their lives for it. Though it's easier to sing and much less war-centric than the national anthem, it was not chosen. It sounds much more like a hymn than the Star-Spangled Banner. The Star-Spangled Banner was set to the tune of a British drinking song. There have been calls for America the Beautiful to be the official national hymn, but as of now, it has no official status. But how did it come to be? So this song was first a poem written by a professor and poet named Catherine Lee Bates all the way back in 1893 after she took a trip to Colorado Springs, Colorado. She climbed up to the top of the majestic Pikes Peak and said of the experience, all the wonder of America seemed displayed there with a sea-like expanse. She was far from her native Massachusetts by the sea and didn't grow up around mountains. She describes the experience further in her own words. We strangers celebrated the close of a session by a merry expedition to the top of Pike's Peak, making the ascent by the only method then available for people not vigorous enough to achieve the climb on foot, nor adventurous enough for burrow riding. Prairie wagons, their tailboards emblazoned with the traditional slogan, Pike's Peak or Bust, were pulled by horses up to the halfway house, where the horses were relieved by mules. We were hoping for half an hour on the summit. But two of our party became so faint in the rarefied air that they were bundled in the wagons again and started on our downward plunge so speedily that our sojourn on the peak remains in memory hardly more than one ecstatic gaze. It was then and there, as I was looking out over the sea-like expanse, a fertile country spreading away so far under those ample skies that the opening lines of the hymn floated into my mind. She published this poem in 1895 in a weekly journal called The Congregationalist. It appropriately appeared in the July 4th edition. A few months later, the composer Silas G. Pratt set it to music for the first time, which he then revised in 1904, but it wasn't until 1913 that the fully realized version that we now use today was realized. There have been many unofficial tunes to which it has been sung over the years, because it's in a meter that fits many common tunes. The tune to which we usually sing it today is called Materna, but one of the most common alternatives was Auld Lang Syne. I bet you just tried singing that in your head. 
O beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. Yeah, see, it works. Materna was written in 1882 by Samuel August Ward, a church organist and choir leader in Newark, New Jersey. So the tune was written for another text called O Mother Dear Jerusalem, which is why the tune is called Materna, which is just Latin for mother. There was even a contest in 1926 to create new music for the poem, but in the end, Ward's melody won out. Since then, it has been featured on many albums by famous singers, such as Ray Charles, and has been sung multiple times at the Super Bowl, and was even sung by Beyonce at the inauguration of President Barack Obama. Here are the traditional words with the traditional tune. O beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountain majesties above the fruited plain, America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. O beautiful for pilgrim feet, who stern impassions stress, a thoroughfare of freedom beat across the wilderness. America, America, God mends thine every flaw, confirm thy soul in self-control, thy liberty in law. O beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife, who more than self their country loved, and mercy more than life, America. America, may God thy gold refine, till all success be nobleness, and every gain divine. O beautiful, for patriot dream that sees beyond the years thine alabaster city's gleam undimmed by human tears 
America, America, God shed His grace on thee, and crown thy good with brotherhood. From sea to shining sea. Thank you for listening. May music fill this and every season 